Welcome to the Cinepod MovieCast. I am Chuck Conyers. And I am Jose Joel Zoletta. Welcome. Full Metal Alchemist. Ah, yeah. On Netflix, the... <laughs> on the Netflix, the... Uh, these great movies. Yeah, the remake or the reimagining or whatever you want to call it of the original animated series of the same name, Full Metal Alchemist, which I had seen a few episodes of on Adult Swim. You know, that was a show mm-hmm. that um, back in the day with Cowboy Bebop and Inuyasha and all these other anime shows, they were also showing uh, Full Metal Alchemist. In the movie Full Metal Alchemist, we basically have a couple of brothers who uh, ended up watching their mother passing away. These mm-hmm. brothers are uh, alchemists. They're studying to be alchemists, and they're basically, this is just another name in this world. For a wizard or warlock, a magician, someone like that, someone who uses uh, different elements along with um, star symbols to conjure up spirits and magic and things like that. And well, This uh, is kind of like bright. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. See, this is why I know. I know where this is going. Uh, so, in an attempt for these two brothers to, uh, in bringing back their mother, they decide to pull off this alchemy experiment, which is taboo and it's forbidden. And that is basically to create a false human and implant the spirit of the mother into the false human which is again that's not permitted something goes wrong while they're doing this and the one of the brother the younger brother named Alphonse called Al his body ends up going away but his spirit ends up getting encased in this suit of armor this huge suit of armor so when this movie flashes forward maybe 10 years or something like that because they're little kids when this happens the movie flashes forward about 10 years they're both teenagers but again um edward who's the ed who's the one brother is a you know a, a human um a human that you find is missing an arm and missing a leg and they're replaced by mechanical limbs and um his brother alphonse is again encased in this suit of armor uh, they're both practicing alchemists um ed is called the full metal alchemist um because of his metal body parts and also because he's able to create the um the effects or the magic without the use of a star symbol so he is this well-known alchemist throughout the world kingdom wherever they are and it's the point of ed is his mission in life to find this thing called the Philosopher's Stone. This is not Harry Potter. To find this thing <laughs> called the Philosopher's Stone, which will, he believes, help him restore his brother's body um, to turn him back to normal. And you find out along the way that the reason why he has the metal limbs is because he gave those away to a spirit in order to gain some knowledge and information. And to also to make sure that his brother was encapsulated in this suit of armor. So it's this adventure of these two brothers and their childhood friend, Winry, was her name, and uh, their quest to find this thing, the MacGuffin. 
in this world. Mm -hmm. So, um, and right. al also along the way, there are bad guys going after them. There are three in particular named Lust, Envy, and Gluttony. Mm -hmm. um, and I will say this about this movie. Everybody looks like everybody's supposed to. Every this movie looks like the goddamn cartoon. It does. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Even the woman playing Envy, and I was, you know, she feel weird like you see an attractive, a cartoon character, and, and it's just like, oh, but that's weird. <laughs> we stop it. But the physical <laughs> manifestation of lust in this movie, this oh god, that woman is gorgeous, and she yeah. looks just like her. It's it's really really quite something. In that regard. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to stop right there, Mr. Zuluata. Yeah. What, yeah. Uh, what do you, uh, what do you think? Well, it's a beautifully made movie, mm. I have to say. <laughs> okay, uh, first of all, uh, I agree with you. They all look like they just stepped out of a manga. You know, the, uh, Edward looked yeah. like he was, like, straight out of comics. Mm -hmm. He had the hair, he, he has the, uh, with the purple jacket, and he's got the glove. It's, it's really, you know, spot on. And, uh, the special effects on the, uh, the armored guy, Alphonse. Yeah. That was really cool. Yep. And, and I loved, like, the, uh, the first, uh, CGI battle. Where, that, were, uh, cool? where Edward was, like, chasing after that, uh, that father, or whoever he was. Yeah. Oh, that was, like, amazing. I mean, it stands up very well to the Marvel movies, I thought. Yeah. And this is supposedly a low-budget Japanese production. That's right. It looked really good. Yeah. That yeah. was amazing. But I have to say, the narrative is, like, a little confusing for me. <laughs> I had to stop it midway to, um, to check up on the plot of this movie, because I was a little confused. Um, there was, a. Uh, I I didn't know what a what a philosopher stone was. I didn't know what a homunculi was. Yes. Uh, so and, and even after reading that, like on the internet, I was still a bit confused. So I soldiered on with the uh, the second half. Also, the thing about chimeras. I mean, you really I could pick up on it because I I was familiar with the show, so I kind of knew what was going on. But that was one thing I was thinking too. If you didn't uh -huh. watch this show, yeah. you wouldn't really know what the fuck was going on. It it there's there's yes. it throws a lot at you. Okay. Yeah. I, I I and I think that's like uh to the detriment of this film, you know. It's like I'm not sure if this film was designed for for an outsider like me <laughs> who knows nothing about this universe. Because you could get really lost in this movie and uh I have to say it's like midway I was a little bored with it. So, um, I thought the final battle with the, uh, with the robots was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought Lust was a pretty good villain. Yeah. She was really awesome yeah. in many ways. So, um. Yeah, nothing like a, a, a sexy brunette. <laughs> playing the, playing a playing a bad guy or playing a, playing the villain it's um it's really 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 effective and uh right. i don't know the actress's name i would butcher every last one of their names um yeah. <laughs> i'm not even gonna attempt it <laughs> i'm gonna try it yasuko matsuyuki is um the actress that plays lust 
There you go. And, uh, yeah, she is awesome. Uh, but everybody in it, the, 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 the guy, the, what, the captain who was the friend who went one with the glasses looks like yeah. the guy in the animated show. And I, okay. I, and I will say that one of the dead giveaways in this movie was when the general walks in and he's got that grin on his face and he's super nice to everybody. It was just like, okay, <laughs> this is going to turn into Wonder Woman. That's going to be the bad guy. That's going to be the big bad. <laughs> because that's exactly what happened in Wonder Woman. The, the one ally, the one big ally that they had was just like, oh my god, you're helping us out so much even though we're sneaking around. He turns out to be the big bad at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of saw that coming, uh, but mm-hmm. um, I like how they used Envy in the movie. Envy was the shapeshifter, right? Uh, she was great. Gluttony, <laughs> Gluttony was funny. Oh, Gluttony! Uh, I can that. eat them. <laughs> it's really <laughs> funny. No leftovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, yeah, it was really. Um, it really is fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. You know, it's definitely, you know, a little trying as far as the writing is concerned. Mm-hmm. But it's really, really cool to watch. Yeah. It's uh, it's a good-looking movie. Special effects are amazing. Yeah. Costumes are phenomenal, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um character oh, the acting was a little uh maybe it's a cultural thing maybe it's like uh it flies well in japan but i thought the acting was a little stiff and yeah a little well sometimes cartoony well that yeah. was the point because it is because the show is very much like you know there are different types of like Full Metal Alchemist doesn't play... It plays a little more like Speed Racer, but it doesn't play as much as, like, say, a, a, an Attack on Titan, which is like this, like, incredibly dramatic and depressing. You know, it's very much more like a drama. This is... Mm. You know, even though it had its points of sentiment and drama, it, this is a, a more of a lighthearted adventure than anything else. So, yeah, a lot of the actors... <laughs> Are going to be like very cartoony acting and stuff like that. Yeah, I just couldn't relate to the uh, to the guy who played uh, Edward. Yeah, because he almost seems like he was like kind of modeling, really. <laughs> you know, it's like he didn't really seem like a like a real human being with like real emotions. He was more like making faces at the camera. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So, I don't know too eh. much of their. I don't know any of these actors really. I've never. I probably have seen them in things before, but I'm not too familiar with them. But. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely an interesting picture. I I would um on a scale of one to ten, I would probably give this a seven. I, I would say that it's um, if you're a fan of the show some things might piss you off but it looks really cool it looks like the show um, don't expect it to be like spot on with characters and stuff like that It's it just looks like the show again this is like Speed Racer just turn the volume down and look at it and <laughs> you'll have a good time how about you sir okay wow <laughs> 
a seven. I don't know if I could go that high. Uh, it gets a lot of points off because I just didn't like the story or read it the way it was told. It was a little confusing. I think I think more effort could have been made to like make it more welcoming to outsiders like mm-hmm. me. Okay. Um, it gets a lot of points though for for the look of it. I'm giving it a five or a six, so maybe five point five. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't. Sorry, it couldn't be more than that. But that's just that's how I feel. I don't think I'm gonna go out of my way to watch this one again. Yes, yes, I'm very angry at you, Jose, for your uh, <laughs> assessment of this movie. Yes, it's awful. Um, fair enough. Fair Did enough. they make a an Attack on Titan live action adaptation? I've seen. Um, I, I don't know if what I saw was a fan film or if it was an actual um no, yeah they did looks like they did make an actual live action film like two years ago oh okay uh, that yeah. was supposed to be released here um, it was bought by Warner Brothers just like this one was okay so we may very well see it on Netflix you know Netflix may <laughs> By the because uh, I guess this was what's happened here. Um, Warner Brothers bought the theatrical rights to it, maybe, and um, Netflix bought the uh, bought their rights, the streaming rights, because that's mm. I mean, when you because it says in the beginning a Netflix original, and then you see the Warner Brothers logo come in, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah. So I'm assuming it's one of those deals, perhaps. Um, yeah. But uh, I'd be interested in seeing what attack on titan looks like in live action because that show have you seen attack on titan uh no it's like uh i heard a lot about it it's i heard it's a good up. show it's fucked up really <laughs> it is <laughs> it really is fucked up um mm. I, I don't even know it's just really really uh depressing and just wow. uh violent and unforgiving it's 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 like walking dead times a thousand yeah oh my gosh yeah it's it's a brutal it's, take the most brutal version of walking dead you saw episode of walking dead and it's that it's that mm. because they're basically essentially dealing with zombies that are skyscraper tall and there's lots of them and <clears throat> they're just kind of remorseless eating machines oh my gosh yeah it's it's messed up but uh (laughs) such an awesome story how you doing everybody this is chuck conyers the one half of the cinepod movie cast hey listen are you looking for something new to read afrofuturism has finally reached the mainstream and there are a lot of great stories out there that look at the diaspora in a completely different way. I remember growing up, a lot of kids would talk about what they would do if they could go back in time. And one of the things was go back and kill Hitler to prevent the Holocaust. I used to think about what if you could go back in time and prevent African slavery from happening? Well, that little thought experiment morphed into what is now available for purchase in Amazon, iTunes, anywhere you buy books, The Maximilian Emancipation. On August 8th, 2041, three African slave ships travel through the space-time continuum, 
and end up off the coast of New York and New Jersey. A group of experts come in to see if they can figure out what the hell is going on. Is this a hoax? Is this an act of God? Or is this something else? Maximilian Emancipation's a fun, satirical look at time travel. And it's getting good reviews, too. Here's one that says, For Conyers' first ever novel, I'm very impressed. The premise is fascinating and well told. See, that's a good one. Here's another one. With budding narrative world-building skills worthy of a strong hat tip from a Terry Pratchett or Harry Turtle dove. Look at that. Mr. Kiners is a tour de force taking us on a journey through the civilizations of Earth that could have been had the monumental human sin of the industry of slavery been diverted from taking hold. Ooh la la, very fancy. So if you're interested in picking this up, you can get the paperback at Amazon as well as the Kindle version. You can also go to iTunes, Kobo, any place that you typically get your ebooks. You can also go to stopslaverywithtimetravel.com and you can find links to all the books, all the versions of the book. There's a PDF version you can buy from the site directly from me. And also, this is the first in a series of three books. The second book called World Time will be out this summer. Um, but stop, you can stop by the website, you can go on Amazon, check it out. It's called The Maximilian Emancipation. And now, let's get back to it. Now, you know, there's, there's been a lot of talk about what they're going to make next, uh, anime-wise. Uh, Akira's been floating around for years. <gasps> Oh my god, Akira, they had better not mess this up, man. Uh, well, Akira is like, that's the gold standard in anime. Well, you know, the last person to have that in his hands was Jordan Peele. <gasps> they offered it to Get him. Ass. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, oh but yeah they, um, they offered, you know who else they offered it to? Stephen Norrington. Oh, Steve Norrington? Yeah. Okay, all right. They offered him Akira, too. Um, I mean, they offered Hype Williams Akira. They offered the Wachowski brothers. Uh, they, I mean, there are a lot of people that Akira's come and gone with. So who knows who's okay. going to do that. But I have to tell you, um, the one anime uh, property that I personally would love to make uh-huh. would be Cowboy Bebop. I think it's time to blow this thing. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. Uh, yeah. Cowboy Bebop is a masterpiece. They're, they're, the, even the movie, the movie was good. The Cowboy Bebop movie was was very good. But that series was amazing. That's like 26 episodes of gold. It's a wonderful wow. series. And has a really, really powerful ending. And it's it's something. It was a one-season one shot, and that was it. That's it? They only made 26 episodes? Yep. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I could definitely binge on that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's oh, God, it's such a good show. It's such a good show. Is uh, that on Crunchyroll or something? Or he probably maybe it's on Hulu. It might be. I'm not sure. It might be on. Uh, hmm. Might be on Netflix. Okay. You never know. Now, what about you, sir? Um, other than Akira, um, what 
anime would you like to see made? Oh, gosh. What anime? Other than Akira? Oh, well, they already fucked up Ghost in the Shell. So... It's a good-looking movie. It's another one. It's a good-looking movie. Um, oh, uh, okay. Here. Yeah. I was thinking, I'll, I'll throw you a, uh, a really obscure 70s anime. Okay. It's called Galaxy Express 999. It's about, uh, it's like kind of like a, it's about this uh, robot boy and this woman who uh, go on this intergalactic train on his way to like get his new, on his way to get a new body. And on their way, they, they encounter like all sorts of different plans and adventures. Oh. It's just really freaking cool. It's uh, from the same, it's from the same creator as uh, the Star Blazers. That's what they call it in America, yes. uh, and uh, it's a it's a really cool anime. I would love to see that one or Battle of the Planets. have to say those those would be two on two on the top of my list well you know they made a, a live action star blazers battleship yamoto oh yeah i think i've seen a trailer for that one yamato yeah, I, I started watching a little bit of it again that... looks just like it looks just like it. it it i mean i didn't watch the whole thing so i don't know how good it is but it was made like eight years ago and that's another movie that they're threatening to uh, they're threatening hollywood's threatening to make that and um what is the other one a uh, robotech DiCaprio was interested in Robotech, from what I hear. Or um, was Leonardo DiCaprio or um, Tobey Maguire, like somebody like that, was interested huh? in Robotech. <laughs> so, yeah, that's another one. I love Robotech. Robotech, which was in America, was Robotech, but it was made up of three different cartoons 
three different series that they combined into three seasons of this thing called Robotech. And mm. it's really, really good. Carl Maycat <laughs> did an amazing job stringing a story, a continuous story, through com- three completely unrelated um, animated series. It's it's really, really remarkable. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. That's cool. He's the... He's, um, well, he's the unfortunately, I, you know, Transformers seem to have cornered the market on giant robots, so... Oh, no. Pacific Rim, my friend. Oh, I... I forgot about that one fuck transformers and i can't believe i just said that (laughs) because i am a transformers fan the transformers more than meets the eye autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the decepticons the transformers the fuck I got what Jerry what is it no it's not Jerry Bruckheimer Michael Bay what Michael, Michael Bay did to Jerry. those movies is a travesty it's a goddamn <laughs> sin and they are so, so shitty I, just, I stopped at the second one I couldn't take yeah, anymore me neither all right, <laughs> <laughs> that was depressing. That was a depressing right. little soldier in there, <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, you know, it's hard. I guess that's the moral of the story. It's hard to make your uh, animated dreams come through in live action. It's it's very tough because there are so many uh, balls to juggle. Yes. shall we say. Well, it's like you have to please the uh, the fan base yeah. first of all, and you also have to make it accessible to the general public. Starts with the script. Have a good script. Yeah. Find a director who's a fan of the property. You know, get everybody involved who are fans of the property. There are plenty of geeks out there that, that are in the industry that do this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I mean, it doesn't seem. I mean, look what they did with Black Panther. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, Black Panther was made by people who loved that story and, and loved that world and really went out of their way to create something really powerful and under on the foundation of a really, really good script. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. Uh, Blade is the same thing. Blade was a rock-solid script that had a director who has had, had an awesome visual style to bring to it you know he couldn't bring that to league of extraordinary gentlemen but you know it's (laughs) you know he tried i guess (laughs) in conclusion ladies and gentlemen um if you want some good live action animation uh action um you know we've got blade you know that was a, a pretty decent adaptation. Speed Racer, I think, was a really slick adaptation. Uh, the Matrix, also a an inspired adaptation in a way. And yep. I will say, I will say, outside of specifics of character and things like that, Full Metal Alchemist is not a bad 
anime live action adaptation. It really is not. It, I think it look it looks great. I mean, whoever shot this movie, it looks great, and the effects look like effects, but they but it's fun. They're they're all fun, you know. So yeah, I would say if it's a Sunday, it's raining or cold outside, you don't feel like doing anything, and you know maybe you're smoking something, you might want to watch Full Metal Alchemist. Mm. <laughs> okay well that's a, that's a pretty good recommendation um i would say if if you do have to watch full metal alchemist immerse yourself in a little background first go to go to the internet do a little research on the full metal alchemist storyline because it could be a little confusing for the un- uninitiated or like watch me. the show, watch the series. You can find it. Um, you can find it anywhere. Probably Crunchyroll, like you've mentioned before. And um, I know it was on Adult Swim for a little while. Might be on. It's probably very easy to find online. Yeah, but it is a good move. Uh, it is a good looking movie. I won't deny that. Yeah. And the uh, and some of the action sequences are pretty superb. Yeah. So, and it's got lust. Come on. Yes, uh, Yasuko Matsuyuki is, um, yeah, she looks damn good in this movie. (laughs) I, 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 I'm a sucker, again, I'm a sucker for a brunette in a tight, slinky black dress, and (laughs) there is all you want from her in this movie, so... Uh, with incredibly long fingernails. Yeah, too. yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, and she does. She plays a nice, like, really icy villain, you know. Um, and she's probably is the most. I mean, from the moment she steps on screen, you're like, who is this? <laughs> and and she is probably, performance wise, the most interesting character in this movie. Yeah. Other than gluttony. <laughs> gluttony is pretty uh that's that's oh, pretty gluttony. hysterical seeing gluttony in, in live action that's, that's pretty funny <laughs> but um yeah all right all right cool. that's it kids that's it for another um action-packed episode of cinepod movie cast i am chuck conyers i'm jose joel's loetta Thank you for joining us, and be sure to check in again where we actually talk about uh, maybe original movies and not adaptations of shit. (laughs) That's right. You